Good Times with Ed for Breakfast. And even more of the greatest hits all day. On Gippsland's Triple M. To celebrate one of our own, of course, uh, got her eyes firmly set on the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham in the month of July into August as well. Eleanor Patterson is her name. High jumper out of Lee and Gather proudly calls Gippsland home up in Brisbane at the moment, always training, always working hard. And uh, something special happened in the month of March. Uh, broke the two-metre barrier, which is fantastic. Earned herself a World Indoor Championship silver medal along the way as well. She's been working really hard. That 1.99 has just been bugging her, I reckon, in some ways. But finally cracked the two metres, and uh, who knows where on in, of course. So for Eleanor, she joins us now. G'day, Eleanor. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. Thank you for having me. No problems whatsoever. Hey, congratulations, not only on the silver medal, but... That that hurdle, uh, that is the two metre marker. It's a it's a big one, and we know that you've been working hard. Uh, hearing from around the athletics clubs around Gippsland and things like that, we go, "Come on, Eleanor, get over that hurdle!" And you did it. Well done on one of the biggest stages going around. Yeah, thank you. It was um, certainly a big moment. It was in my career. I think I had been trying to attempt the two metre mark for maybe six years yeah. of my of the last bit of my career and um and so yeah and obviously having had a PB um of 199 outdoors and then um within the the few competitions leading into this um world indoor championships I cleared 199 so it was again um inching so so close <laughs> but um I was actually yeah just um speechless and just so over the moon to finally uh clear that 2 meters what was more exciting, that or the silver medal? Because, I mean, you know, like, it's, um, because it's a PB, because you've been working yeah. six years for it, and you know if you hit the two-metre marker, you're going to be meddling. You're going to be around that mark anyway to medal anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I think for me, honestly, obviously both are huge, yeah. but for me the two-metre mark was, yeah. yeah, that first instance of clearing two metres, and um, it certainly is within the... the the world of um, high jump and women's high jump, it's the barrier and it certainly has been um, spoken about um, and thought about you know, so much and so to finally um, tick that off was just phenomenal. <laughs> Australian representative high jumper uh, Eleanor Patterson's joined us on the show. Uh, Hale's out of Leon Gather, of course, and I'm sure the family are proud of all, all the achievements as well. Uh, when it comes to you've hit your PB, Right, so you've got the two-minute marker now. How do you reassess? Because you just mentioned you've been going hard for that for six years. You took a little bit of a break as well to reassess and and then go again. How do you change that up, especially before a big meet such as the Com Games? Yeah, so I guess um, you know, it's for me, it's just a continuation of momentum, um, and so yeah, I've, I came back to Oz and I was able to just um, yeah, just continue. Uh, working when you're competing, you don't get to be able to get a lot of hard work in, and so I guess that at this point it's just a lot of topping up uh, my fitness levels and all that. And so to start the season like that um, is phenomenal. And so I feel like for the for the remainder of the season, we've got um, quite a number of competitions. I have in Europe in June, and then I have World Championships 
in um, the States in uh, July and then I've got Commonwealth Games and so I feel like I'm just going to constantly build and who knows what I can clear really. I'm just really, really excited. Oh, so are we. Uh, we can't wait. Lids off. Uh, bring it on. Uh, I love, yes, exactly. and, I, and I can hear the joy in your voice as well going, right, there's confidence and I think as an athlete, having that confidence and, and momentum going forward and going, right, I've got that, now you can build again and... I know as athletes, you're building in these blocks. This is for the Com Games, obviously, and, yeah. and the circuit going forward. And then, of course, in a couple of years' time, you're looking for Paris as well. Um, mm. How are you going at breaking that up? Is it, Are these the markers? Because I think for Australian athletes or Commonwealth athletes, you can break that up quite nicely. But say if you're in the States, it's really just a four-year block that you're working for, aren't you, for those major events? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, definitely. You know, each year presents different opportunities, and so um, yeah, you take each year as it comes and try and build on what you've already achieved. And then you know, no two seasons the same. You yeah. never know what's going to be thrown in your direction. Whether it's um, well, who knows? You know what it's like with COVID or you know injuries and and things like this. And so you just kind of take each as it comes. But I think. All in all, you do end up living in a, a four-year cycle um, in the scheme of things. But, um, yeah, no, it's exciting. <laughs> you, you took that break a couple of years ago. How important mm-hmm. was that for you? Because, I mean, you've, you've been jumping since... Uh, you're a child, you know. We remember the success of the under-13s. We, we've seen you at the Gippsland Sports Awards and we, and we always knew that the spotlight was on you going, wow, okay, Eleanor's going to do something here. This is exciting and, mm, and we'll follow yeah. your journey. How important was it to just go, right, okay, hey, take a breather, take a break and then reassess yeah. and go again? Yeah, certainly. It was um, it was so important for me um, as a person and for my mental health as well, just to kind of take a step back. I just was not enjoying myself. I just was really struggling with yeah. a lot of things. And so I needed to take a step back and I just wasn't enjoying the sport. So, yeah, um, it was really important. And then I was able to then reassess a lot of things and then make a lot of changes within my life. And so that's when I ended up uh, moving up to Sydney and changing coach, coaches and things like this. And so, yeah, it just, um, I'm very thankful for, you know, the time that I spent living in and training in South Gippsland and whatnot. But um, I felt like I needed to change. And so, um, yeah, it's provided many, many opportunities for me and so, um, and has put me in the position I am today. So, yeah, that kind of a kind of take a step back and then re, really decide what I wanted to do. And so I knew I wasn't finished. <laughs> For those mums and dads out there that have got young athletes in their in their lives, their children, of course, this is really important. What you're hearing from Eleanor there that hey, you know, you don't need to go, 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 get that balance, mm. try and find that. And I think it's really great as a young athlete like yourself, Eleanor, to, to say that story as well. To go, hey, what you know, you're in your early twenties then to go right, okay. I need to have a breather here, reassess, and then, and then we'll see if we can go again. We've seen Ash Barty do it. We've seen many athletes do it, yeah. of course, uh, uh, along the way as well. well. What's the next meet that we can catch you in, that we can have a peruse and uh, cheer you on? Um, I'll be competing um, in June. Uh, my first competition is in Rabat, and it's a Diamond League. And so I'm doing um, Diamond League for us as the European meets that are one of the highest levels and so um yeah i'll be competing in the diamond league and that first one that i'll be having a crack at is on the 5th of june so yeah really excited to get out there again (laughs) bring it on can't wait to see you in the green and gold of course at the com games good luck in june at the diamond league events and hey well done two meters done and dusted (laughs) bring on 205 hey 
Yeah, exactly. Nice to catch catch up with you, Eleanor, and uh, travel safe wherever you are. We're right behind you here in Gippsland. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Eleanor Patterson there, of course, Australian high jumper, hails out of Leanne Gather up in Brisbane at the moment, getting ready for the Diamond League events. And then, of course, Com Games, uh, July 28th. That's when that gets underway in Birmingham. Good times with Ed for breakfast. And even more of the greatest hits all day on Gippsland's Triple M. One netballer that has firm design, an unbelievable work ethic, of course, is Lara Dunkley. Uh, she's now the vice captain of the Queensland Firebirds. Initially moved to Queensland as a train on partner uh, for more opportunity and uh, boy has she got it in spades of course worked her way into the starting lineup and making every post a winner at this stage caught up with Lara a little bit earlier and we spoke about her journey and how it's just been simply amazing really that she's now vice captain of the Queensland Thunderbirds and her dreams are coming true when it comes to playing netball Oh, it's pretty surreal, actually. I just, I still remember the days, you know, playing down in Yarram and for sale. Like, it's unbelievable to see, you know, and look at where I am right now. But I'm, I'm absolutely loving the Firebirds and, yeah, love the lifestyle up here in Queensland. But, yeah, and then having the leadership role, it seems quite seamless, actually, because I am surrounded by a group of leaders. So it makes my job easy. They just, value who I am as a player and a leader and it makes it your job a lot easier um, getting the group on board and yeah we're just a really exciting team that you know want the best from each other and really want to take this competition with two hands. What I love about your career Lara is that you've gone to challenge yourself and you wanted opportunity and you've got that with the Firebirds and then that simple determination and uh, that that unbelievable desire to play the game that you love with those wonderful leadership skills has got you into the position that you're in. You must be simply chuffed and mum and dad and the boys must be pumped for you as well. That you, You're kicking all goals at the moment. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm really fortunate to be in this position and I wouldn't be here alone, that's for sure. And um, I've definitely made many sacrifices and commitments along mm. the way and yeah, the many kilometres and, yeah, miles that mum and dad have travelled for me and my netball, I'm just always so grateful for. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them and my family for just being so supportive with what I'm doing. But, yeah, it's it's a tough one coming from the country, but I wouldn't change a thing. It's definitely um, taught me and I've learnt many lessons, you know, along the way. I haven't made teams and I've had to work really hard behind closed doors and it's all paid off now, but... Yeah, when you get to this level, you think, oh, how amazing, but it actually gets even harder. So, yeah, it's about taking on this next challenge of, you know, wanting to win a premiership and being successful at the Firebirds, and I'll do whatever it takes to achieve that. But, um, yeah, like I said, it starts all over again, the sacrifices, the commitment, the hard work, all of those things. You just can't give up, and you keep on going. To all those young netballs listening this morning, uh, I hope you're enjoying these words uh, from one of your own here in Gippsland, Lara Dunkley, who's joined us on the show, of course, Vice-Captain of the Queensland Firebirds. We speak about that journey. What about goal resetting? Now, you've gone from simply wanting to get out there on the court and get that regular appearance to now Vice-Captain of the Firebirds. Do you start changing your goals again? Are you that sort of goal-orientated person where... Maybe down the track you're looking at green and gold uh, bibs and, and things like that or, or do you just try and keep it simple and, and concentrate on the now? Yeah, I feel like you have to reset your goals and it, it, it's, a, it's a challenge because sometimes you've got to have a good look at you know where you are and what you want next. And if you aren't setting your goals and fighting for more and you're just content at where you are, you're not going to be the best 
version of yourself. So, yeah, look, definitely I, you know, was sitting on the bench a few years ago down in Melbourne and mm. had this opportunity to come up to Queensland as a training partner so it wasn't even a permanent player and had to put my best foot forward at training sessions and then I had the opportunity to play and, yeah, now to be playing more consistent court time and being named vice-captain, yeah, incredible. But yeah, you do you do need to set reset your goals and yeah, now I'm looking at just being a consistent netballer out there on the court and being a dominant feeder and, you know, wing attack and mid court player that I am and um yeah, look, it would be a dream come true representing your country. Yeah. But yeah, it's the little things that get you there along the way. So if you're playing great super netball, um, everything else works itself out. So yeah, I'm just yeah, wholeheartedly the Queensland Firebirds at the moment and just want the best for myself and my teammates and hopefully win that premiership. You, you've got a really good test in a couple of weeks against the Fever and I know you're not taking any game lightly but do you you start having a look at Courtney Bruce's mob and, and see how they're uh, articulating things on the court at the moment because they've been so close for a couple of years now but they've never actually got over the final hurdle of, of winning that championship. Are, are you watching what they're doing and the mob in Melbourne at the Vixens or do you just taking it every game as it comes? Yeah, that's a great question actually. We definitely keep a close eye on all teams in this competition because like I was saying before, it's, it's so close you actually can't pick it. Um, but yeah, we do keep eyes on each team and what they're up to but yeah, we focus on our game by game and even quarter by quarter and wanting to play consistent netball. So, yeah, sometimes you want to analyse your teams that you come up against, which we do definitely every single time, but you kind of just focus on the one game at a time because they are so important and no matter who you face, you're going to have a great game. So, yeah, we really, um, yeah, focus on that and also focus on ourselves and playing our game as well. Lara, we wish you all the best against the Thunderbirds uh, a little bit later on tonight. It's going to be a cracking game, of course, and, uh, you know, we're right behind you, of course, uh, representing Gippsland as always. Uh, you're making us terribly proud, and I know there's a lot of young netballers out there that are looking up to you as well, and you're creating pathways for us left, right and centre. Good luck, uh, of course, against the Thunderbirds and for the rest of the season. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm a proud Gippslander myself, and, yeah, really appreciate all the support. Good times with Ed for breakfast. I can't get enough Cause it fits so right Got what I'm looking for Got what I'm looking for On Gippsland's Triple M